elderly woman down. The man stared at Dax, daring him to intervene with his eyes. He smiled and then ran away as Dax watched him go. Dax felt a slap on his arm, and he turned to see the woman's face in his, her eyes red and wet. She opened her mouth as if to smile, but her rotten teeth turned it into a snarl. What's your problem? You think because this city's gone to hell that you don't have to do your damn job? Dax looked down at the badge. He couldn't remember where he'd lost his policeman's cap. Not that it mattered all that much. He had stolen the police uniform from a dry cleaner when the world went to shit two weeks ago, hoping the disguise would buy him some respect from the looters and bandits. It had at first, but not anymore. Now he wondered if the ruse would become a liability on the lawless streets. Go to hell, the elderly woman said as she walked away. He turned back to the store, watching flashlight beams dance across the walls as someone fired a gun inside. People walked out of the front of the building, carrying a can or two of dry goods and rotten fruit. They glanced at Dax as they exited before heading in different directions. He heard more shouts, including the word pig. Dax watched as the random flow of thieves disappeared while small groups of young men clumped together. They wore the same colored bandanas and were all looking at him. Dax turned and walked down the sidewalk, glancing over his shoulder at the gang members still coming out of the store. They had begun slapping around a woman who wouldn't give up her purse and were no longer interested in what he was doing. Others passed him on the sidewalk going in both directions. None had stopped to ask him for help. Nobody had even looked his way. Damn it, Gabby. I wish I knew if you and your kids were okay. Dax reached down and put a hand on his hip his fingers caressing the Glock 45 in the holster. He ducked into an alley and headed into the darkness. The glow of fires from burning stores illuminated the mouth of the alley but couldn't penetrate the full length of it. He stepped over a homeless man and around a motionless body, probably dead. Dax stared at a steel door without a handle, with Crescent City bakers stenciled in black paint on the front. He leaned against the wall, breathing hard and listening to gunshots, screams, laughter, and barking dogs. Dax rubbed his forehead and closed his eyes. Embedded within the terrors of the dying city, he noticed new cries and screams coming from somewhere nearby. Dax pushed off the wall and looked deep into the dark alley. He stood still, listening. A woman shrieked, and it sent a shiver down his spine. He drew the mag light from his side. The powerful beam swept the ground as he walked deeper into the darkness and toward the woman's voice. He passed a dumpster and saw a man with a long gray beard slump between it and the wall, his neck slit from ear to ear. He could smell blood and the overwhelming stench of rotting fish. Dax jerked the light away, directing it forward again. He approached a set of large double doors. 
the woman cried out again from the other side. But it wasn't just one voice. He heard more female sobs and the low bass tones of men. Dax turned off the flashlight and approached the door. When he reached out for the handle, the door swung open and knocked him backward. He fell down, tumbling into the space between the dumpster and the opposite wall. He sat still as several men came through the open door, walking down the alley toward the street. They didn't see me. Dax stood up, most of his body on the outside of the door, and peered inside the building with one eye. Several dozen women and children sat on the floor, their faces wet and red, bleeding from facial cuts and swollen noses. A few men wearing gang colors and holding guns stood near the door.